Yeah, but don't tell me like these legends are gonna get mauled because you don't always know that, bro. Then it happens, isn't it? You are crackhead. It's very disrespectful for you to say that. I'm disrespectful. No, you're disrespectful. See, when you say it like that, it sounds kind of mad. Yeah, but you don't know for sure though. So why would I make the prediction? Because you see something that I haven't seen. Because I watch this shit. So do I. No, but I really watch this. So do I. No, you do. But I really, I pay for this shit. And I really do this. The difference between see, and this is why I say the difference between me and him, yeah. Is that I'm from that Mook era. He's from the he's he's a surf era, bro. Ah, oh, bro. It's like you know, I've been watching this shit before it became no, cool, bro. No, because I was no, don't do that. Because I was watching. I, I was watching it before you, though. Bro, I was watching Bonzo for back then. I was watching it before. I watched it before you. I was, no, you wasn't. Yes, I was. I remember How old are you? How old are you? Bro. I watched it before you. How old are you when you watched it? Bro, I'm older no, than you. No, no, no. So I watched it. Unless you watched it when you was two. Don't have me, cuz. Bro, <laughs> listen. When Cassidy was on them DVDs and that. No, you were You watched that later. You watched that later, though. You watched it later when it became cool. <laughs> Bruv, listen, man. What's going on, world? Welcome to another episode of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast. With me, Yemi, Mohammed. Yep. Thanks. And Peter. Yep. What's going on, guys? What's hey. good, man? Happy New Year. Happy New Year and all that. Happy New Year, man. Good stuff, good stuff. How were how your New Year's? Um, I spent it like an adult. Doing what? Just at a house playing games. Oh, do you know what game I played? What? What's that game, yeah, when you, you put something... If you, you put something in your mouth. So you put your... Oh, in your yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, yo, yo, let's not be kids, guys. <laughs> you put something in your cheeks, yeah, and it kind of. So you put it in your cheeks, and then oh, you got to say the words. What freaky so game you're you were playing, you, bro? So, so, so you're a drug mule. A drug mule. No, we're not doing this. We going country. Basically, <laughs> shit, bro. Like, what you were no, doing? No, you're not chill. Basically, you put it like that yeah, in your cheeks, and then it <laughs> basically, oh fuck, and it makes your mouth open. And you, <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Yo, chat to your man. <laughs> no, I'm getting through this. Nah, talk to so your man. So basically, it keeps your mouth open and then you got to say the words, but they don't know what you're saying. That sounds like foreplay to me, bro. Yo, chill, because I was playing this with my family. That sounds like you're <laughs> busting it open. Selling ass. Yo, I'm going to shut your dumb ass up, bro. <laughs> I was playing, no, I was playing, it's a family game, but that's the game I was playing. All right, Tatiana. I that, see you. That was a family game. Oh, come on now. Do you guys have legit, have no idea what I'm talking about? No. no. Bro, you know the one when it's like this and you like, and I don't and you want to know what you're talking about. Bro, you can put your lips as far away as you want, but you don't know, my guy. <laughs> oh, I need to find out what this game is called. Yo, that sounded wild. We don't know what you do in Tottenham, G. Yo, fam, come on now. This wasn't even in Tottenham. Anyway, shout out to the adults that were in the house. They know what I'm talking about. Where were you? Uh, me and Chris's. Oh, okay. Oh, shout out to them. Yeah, we got them. Man. Well, tell them you lot made these jokes. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't yeah, because it. you didn't explain it properly. Did I explain it properly now? Nah. Nah, you still haven't. I still don't want to know what on earth you lot were doing. You were busting it down, man. <laughs> Hey, man, let's move on, man. Peter, how was your New Year? <laughs> it was cool, man. I just chilled. I went to church, you know, and just spent Ooh. some time with the Most High. Who's and that? Yeah, man. What? Who's, Say, who's that? Yeah. Who's the Most High? Yeah. Because that church is a couple of people, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so pagan. Um, yeah, no, I just went to church, man. Um, and just, you know, just counted my blessings and just kind of meditated on what I wanted to do in 2020. And um, yeah, man, it was, it was quiet. The quiet one. You? Yeah, it was cool. It was my boys. Um, Birthday, shout out to Oscar. We were just out and about in Peckham. Um, saw a couple of old faces. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was all right. 
Glad to hear it, man. So, how you man feeling about the new year? I'm back at work. I hate um, it. I'm not. You're not feeling hey, anywhere man. about the new year. Yeah, it's, it's it's a new year, it's a new decade. I don't really get into the whole like sentimental soppy. Yeah, I don't want to be that do guy. You lot don't really sound do optimistic that. at all. But why does January first mark the change? Why not November year? the second? What? I don't want to get too deep, guys. Profound. But I'm a deep guy. But like, if I'm gonna make a change, I'm gonna make a change. But not because it's January first. I hear you. I mean, I feel you. That's today's my spice. Okay. Well, um, you join Peter in that corner. Nah, nah legit. Today's number seven. You don't need to stop calling me five percenters, man. No, never. <laughs> we never will. Bruh. Why are we not allowed to anymore? Nah, man. You said, you said, it you said gods I'm and not, the earths too much. I'm in not this a five percenter. I, I feel the need to clarify. That. You're definitely not a five percenter. You're about three point five. Well, every time, <laughs> every time we call you a five percenter, please feel the need to clarify so that people um, know. I mean, he's on his way. It, I, that's what I'm. He's saying. about three point five right now. Three point five. Yeah. Out uh, of what five? Yeah. Yeah, he's more than halfway done. Yeah. I'm telling you, all he needs is a chain. And then and that beam, three point five becomes a four point seven five, and then a bean pie, and then that's the remaining. You know, I've never even had that. Me by value, you know? it sounds horrible. <laughs> oh, I had my first cake. By the way, New Year's Day. No, you've never had cake, cake before. Well, that's just the egg. Oh shit! Yeah, you are. So what was in it? Ask me. <laughs> okay, but that shit. And I had my first cupcake. Was it vegan? Nah, it's just eggless. That shit tastes nice though. See what you lot eat on the rings. What, what flavor was it? Chocolate, I think. You like them chocolate, don't you? That's ironic. Hey man. That's, that's very ironic. ironic. <laughs> See, that's ironic. Yeah, I'm so glad there's a 50-50 chance. So glad there's a 50-50 chance of this one coming out. <laughs> Keep it Keeping that in. Uh, um, yeah, man. Um, how you feel about the new year? I'm looking forward to it, man. I feel like, you know, I've got a, you know, a sudden rush of energy as well. Mm, even though no. I'm bunged down with a cold and that. Oh, but no, no I don't know, man. I always, I always feel like optimistic going into new years and new months. And that. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like, Room for like a fresh start. Um, so yeah, I'm optimistic about the year ahead, and I'm just ready to work. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm sure we all are as part of the podcast gang as well. Mm. Gonna get this shit popping, and that will be that the aim too. for 2020, right? Mm-hmm. 2020 vision and all that. 2020 vision. Mm. I'm telling you, man, it's the corniest shit ever. <laughs> but we move. Who started that? I don't know, man. I just knew that people were gonna be on Instagram and socials saying 2020 vision, and I'm pretty sure I've heard a few people say it, but mm. I wouldn't know by name. People are corny that way, so. Hey, man. Can't expect anything less. Yo, is corny and cheesy the same thing? Uh, no. No. I think they're interchangeable. <coughs> cheesy is by choice. Corny is corny. Uh, it could be cheesy for bands. You could be corny by choice. Nah, corny. Is... I don't know if anyone's corny by choice. Nah, you're corny. What I mean by that is, let's say, I was even listening, I was watching a video with Goldlink uh, before you guys came here, and it was about the whole Mac Miller thing, and the guy whose channel it was, he basically called Goldlink corny. Now, obviously, he doesn't think he's corny when he's expressing what he expressed about Mac Miller. But the end result is him coming out as corny. Mm. So, um, of course, you're not corny by choice. You're corny by decision. Yeah. People decide you're corny. And yeah. you, but you can be cheesy by choice. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, mean, also, yeah, I think you can more so decide you can also to be, be corny, corny by choice. No, you're just a I don't know if you can. I think you're just corny. Corny is I, you or your corny. Corny and cheesy is interchangeable to me. Oh, fair enough. I don't think that. Like I don't, I don't saying, get I don't Saying you same. like long walks on the beach is both corny and cheesy. What do you think about telling the girl you're gorgeous? Um, that nah, mid-conversation. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Mid-conversation? Mid-conversation? Yeah. 
Especially when you're, you're not talking. It's it's There's two other people it's talking. It's a corn cheese sandwich. All right, cool. Just check it. Yeah, it's a corn cheese sandwich. Just check it. Just check it. I don't know if anyone in this room has done that, but... Oh, whoa, whoa. See, I wasn't going to say all of that, but it weren't me. See, I didn't know I was going to say... You didn't have to do all that either. I was just going to allude to it and keep it moving. I'm not going to lie. People need to know it weren't me. I'm mad. Just for the record, it's not me either. I'm what you call a fuck. It's not me either, man. Okay. Is that right? I'll let the listeners dissect who it was. Yeah, it's just the lamp post. Mm, is that right? It's the lamp post oh, next bro. to you. I'll let the audience dissect who will be the one. I'll do it, fam. For real, man. Rocket fur trick. Anyway, well, guys, man. seven minutes in. Yo, man, we're gonna fight. Let's call that. Yeah, seven uh, minutes in. Let's, oh yeah, uh, can I just say I apologize? For what? Peter was absolutely right with Griselda. What do you mean? I've been listening to them like some motherfucker, fam. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, you was right about. But they're mainstream oh. now, so I don't know how. No, cool I've heard are. them before. Like, I, I know, but, they're, but they're but they're mainstream now, thanks to this first topic that we're going to talk about. Everyone's been jumping on the bandwagon now. I, I love it. Does that annoy you? Um, because I hate when people jump. No, on No, I just I feel like it just like makes me. It just reaffirms my own belief in my my ear. Now it burns me sometimes. Like I remember the Slaughterhouse bandwagon. A lot of people joined mm. when remember how they had that cheesy corny song "My Life." Yeah. If you remember yeah. that dickhead song "My Life," and they tried proper commercial song. Yeah, and it went somewhere. And a lot of people started to clock onto Slaughterhouse, and I felt a little bit of a way. People so only I think we're quite precious more. about the artists. Yeah, the yeah especially when it's about. your artist, artist. Yeah. Like I proper felt away when people found out about Slaughterhouse. That's only because they had to compromise themselves to be seen more by people. True. Whereas Griselda aren't doing that. No, nah, they won't. The quality of the music is still the same. No. Nah. As long as, yeah, that doesn't change, then I'm good. But if at any point that changes, then... Eminem has clearly learned from the Slaughterhouse incident to not force these lyrical miracle guys to commercialize. Trust. Yeah, yeah, it won't M- work. Yeah, he needs to keep his hands off. Mm. But everyone's on them now, isn't it? Yeah, shout out to Griselda. I've been trying to tell you, man, about Rock Marciano and Griselda for a minute now. Anyway, let's move have on to the first topic. we've listened, though? Huh? We've listened, though. Yemi has. You haven't. I've listened to I him. don't think Yemi's really listened to Rock Marciano yet. No, no Rock Marciano has not listened me, to But I, I feel like we've you. all kind of appreciated their talent. I've we've, been screaming about Griselda for the last we've two nev- years, yeah, But we've never knocked their talent. We've no, always known their talent. Yeah, you've just ignored me. No, I feel like we've always acknowledged their talent. It's the exact same shit when Yemi tried to get me to listen to Little Beret. Now, see, I'm not doing all of that, though, man. That's the exact same shit. Yeah, but Beret, No, bro. but... Don't compare, why... like, a West Side Gun to a Little Beret. No, you the reason... Mean, no, the re- no, you would like Little Beret. I'm not comparing them as an artist. I'm, I'm saying... Yes. I'm not comparing them as artists. I'm saying that when Yemi tried to put me onto them, put me onto him, I was like... Eh. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how it was when I was like, yo, Rock Marciano, Griselda, listen. No, but West Side... That man, all of them in... I don't I think you're like listening. We... I don't think... That's, that's how I know. I salute to them, man. Um, Little Beret... <laughs> No, I think you'd enjoy him. Though. I'm going to listen to him today. He hops on like UK leaning, UK rap stuff. No, I'll listen to him today. Got I'm about Lowski, Heady One. I was mad when Swimming Pools came out. But that's just another topic for another day. Mm. It is. But yeah, shout out to everybody we've just mentioned as well. Yes, sir. So let's move on to the first topic, man. Um, it's funny that you mentioned Griselda because that's one of the many things that our boy, Aubrey, <laughs> Drake, Drizzy, oh, the Sixth Guard, He's your boy. Talked about in his uh, coveted Rap Radar interview at a long two and a half hours or two hours, 22 minutes, something like that. Mm. Uh, B Dot and Elliot Wilson, shout out to those guys. Oh, shout to, out to went, them, man. Went to, man. Big up. Went Especially to his... Elliot Wilson. He's been grinding for. I've heard his name forever, but. I'm much yeah. more of a B Dot fan. I feel like Elliot Wilson does too much. But anyway, that's a. No, but it's just thing. Elliot Wilson's been. He's been around for time. He's been around for. Yeah, he's been around for time. From, ages, from bro. source days. Some source days, yeah. bro. So from source days. I think he was at Double XL, yeah. Yeah, no, Elliot Wilson's right been about now. since. Ridiculous. Because I remember when he had um, Kane, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Elliot Wilson's been about for. No, salute to Elliot Wilson, honestly, man. Honestly, yeah. And they came, they went over to Drake's house in Toronto and uh, they chopped it up. 
about a lot of things, mainly his journey from the beginning to now, his relationship with various people, Kanye West, Pusha T, Lil Wayne, Birdman, even Rihanna, people like that. And yeah, it basically broke the internet over the Christmas period. A lot of people were talking about how unfiltered he was and how real he was about certain topics. And once now that the dust has settled, I guess is now is the time to get into what we thought of the um, interview and some of the major takeaways from you guys' perspective. I think the first thing that I noticed was he's extremely, extremely still bothered by the Pusha T this. <laughs> that was like one of the first things. Actually, no, that's tell a lie. I, I noticed that later. Um, I think just the feeling that I got from the interview was that he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, man. I think he feels, especially amongst the black community, I feel as though he feels as though he's not really given the same sort of credit as other black artists. And I think he actually said that. He had it and he's had it, he sprinkled it in a couple of his, his songs as well, where, you know, it's, it's black excellence when it's everybody but me. That's because other people do stuff for um, black people to a certain extent. Yeah, but all these accomplishments, that's black excellence. No, but stuff. like, some people, other rappers that, who do we, who's the artist that you say when it comes to black excellence at your forefront? When I think of black excellence, I think of Diddy, I think of Jay-Z. Kendrick. I think of Nas, Kendrick. And that's because, and maybe I'm wrong here, but the only reason I feel like it's because they also do something for black people. Not necessarily. Like Kendrick Lamar's content, the way Diddy's been on recently, Jay-Z, the way he's been recently, Nas, the way he's, his content as well. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're but saying. He's but he's never really, I feel like being black hasn't been at the forefront of his mindset either. Do you get what I mean? Really? Um, well, because he doesn't talk about it as much. He doesn't talk about being, he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't really I think talk about our struggle. The whole he doesn't idea really of black excellence or you know black topics has changed from the nineties. I think in the nineties, because rap was still so new and we saw all these rich millionaire now turned billionaires, that was black in, in Diddy's um meaning of it, that's black excellence. I think nowadays for a certain population of rap fans. Black excellence might be seen as a black rapper talking about the things that matter most to yeah. black people, the black community. So Kendrick does it. Cole does it. Anybody Cole else it. of that ilk does it. Whereas Drake, more time is talking about himself, his relationships, um, you know, excess and all that stuff. Isn't very much, it's not, it's not as conducive to black excellence nowadays as maybe it used to be i think um i think i agree and disagree with that because in in diddy's case um i feel like it's more his accomplishments that people count as black excellence and drake he's he's been like overachieving more than more than anyone and everyone for like the last like decade so i think his argument is why is it not as recognized amongst my own people um as all these other artists. Do you see Drake That's what I took from the interview. I felt like he felt away about that. That was one of the things I took away. But people, he has a fan base that regularly celebrate him. I think generally, maybe not hip hop, the hip hop community, but, you know, rap personalities, other rappers, you know, the rap game sees Drake and sees success, mm. sees a new level of success as well, especially nowadays with like, him breaking records in streaming, him breaking records in the charts and stuff like that. So I think he does get respect in some circles. 
Um, I don't think he gets the respect from the hip hop community and like hip hop fans that mm. he might want. Mm. But why would you when you don't really pander to them? You don't really <sighs> cater to them. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it's it's one thing to have respect as an artist and what you've done for rap. It's then another to respect <coughs> your songs, like the way you move, your personality mm. and stuff. So it's very muddy waters when it comes to Drake because he's had a career, he's he's had a Hall of Fame career and he's nowhere near finishing. But According to Peter, he is. <laughs> well, according to Peter, he is. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that people need to respect you necessarily. They can respect their achievements, but they don't necessarily have to respect you. Yeah, but I think he wants respect for the achievement. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? I mean, Among, we, among, we, amongst we, us. When we talk about black excellence, none of us mention Drake or think about it. Do you see Drake? I feel like... And I feel like... It, I think it's a deeper conversation. Um, I think it also... Is it because he's mixed race? Yeah, 100%. 100%. But then Cole's mixed race. Um, but Cole wears his blackness on his sleeve. And I don't even know if Cole gets mentioned in the conversation of black excellence. No, I feel like Cole does. Like, no. His artistry... And his greatness as far as his music, yes. But black excellence, I don't feel like we mentioned J. Cole. Uh, I think they're two different conversations. We I can't, get your point. We can't I get your merge point. the I get two. Your point. I get your point. I get your point. One might be, you know, you know, a byproduct of the other, but we can't merge the two. So you feel like there's a conversation about mixed race? Um, I think there's, there might be a race element too. I think maybe um, amongst like people that aren't mixed race, like black people, he at times may not be seen as black enough because he doesn't embrace certain things as well. That's or he doesn't do I, certain I, things I, as I well. I feel like that's, that's, I the point, that. that's the point I'm just trying to make. I, I, agree, I agree with that. I feel like that's the point I'm trying to make at the I start as well. It's definitely a race thing. I think maybe he's not seen as black enough, but he's never done anything to really show his blackness. That's what, yeah. What has he done to show his blackness? What would you want him to do? So something like, I'm not, and I'm not comparing him to Kendrick, I'm not comparing him to Cole, but something like talking about Black Lives Matter, for instance, making a song like "All Right," um, that sort of stuff. Really, that's those are tangible things that are able to show to people, right? The black community are important to me. Mm. And I understand their strife. I understand what they're going through. This is my way of showing it. That's not fair, though, man. It might not be Don't fair, but it might not like be fair. Is. But fans aren't fair. I feel like it's fair, though. Can't have your cake and want it and eat it too. I feel like you want us to recognize black excellence, but then at the same time. We need you to fight for us, quote unquote. Okay, but devil's advocate. Now, I don't know his staff or his team and what they look like. But let's just say he's hiring a bunch of black people. He's, you know, working with a bunch of black yeah, people. Yeah, follow you, follow providing you. opportunities as I mean, well. I thought he's white. He's, he's giving back to charities behind, you know, Close behind off. the scenes and that. So if he's doing all that, surely that's... Can that but not be enough? Know. But we don't, we don't know. And we're ignorant. And that's like that. the same argument with Jay-Z. And we're exactly. ignorant like that. It's but Jay-Z true. also gave us 444. Jay-Z was getting that criticism for a long time. Like, yo, he ain't giving back to his people. But I've been hearing that he's been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes from other people. That's great. But hip hop and just life in general, when it comes to celebrities, it's about your perception. Yeah. You need to be perceived to be doing these things. Drake is not perceived to be of the people. Drake has never, why, I don't think, has ever given a statement to like, Sandra Bland or Trayvon Martin, off the top of my head. No, he has. No, has he, he had a bar. Where I said was... that. I, I said I might be mistaken. Off the top of my head, he's Instagrammed a couple of things when things got really bad. Maybe around the Sandra Bland time. But as far as that, as far as something tangible goes, I think that's one of the few things he has done. You know what I view Drake like, and I give you an actor I view like. I feel like he's the equivalent of the actor, and this actor's black, but we don't ever really look at him as when we think black excellence. The Rock. Uh, nah. That's interesting. You really? get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't ever look at the Rock as. 
black excellence. How many? I look at the rock as the rock. Yeah, that makes sense. And I look at Drake as Drake. But then I don't I've know never... how to explain it. Then, bro, I think I, that's I've like... never looked at Kendrick and thought black excellence. I've just thought a phenomenal. I, no, I look at I look at Kendrick. I think that's a brother. You never looked at the rock that way. Nah, neither have I. To be fair, really? Yeah. Have you never seen the rock's films? What his kids look like? Rock's all these kids. It was all these last films he had a yeah, uh, mixed race kid. All of his kids are blue eyed, brown haired, um, blonde haired, blue eyes. All look at his films. That's true. All of his kids are white. His missus white. I look at the rock the same way I look at Drake. Do you think I've that's never... him? But do you think that's him actively the rock, for that? The or rock. is that him not necessarily? The rock is on the rock is on him embracing or is him not fighting? The rock is at a level where he can say, nah, my kids mixed race. Yeah, I get that, but you think he's doing that, he's not doing that. Because I don't think he's I I feel like he's just I feel like him and Drake are both like if I'm not getting the love back, it is what it is. That's an interesting comparison. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm seeing similarities. If I'm gonna say who does more, I don't know who does more, but if I was to put make a bet on it, I'd probably say the rock does more. Yeah, but my point is I'd say so too. I I agree, but I'm saying in public they both do the same. Nothing. He's mixed race too. That's my point. I'm just saying they very much are similar. They're the two that I look at that are at a level where they may be just my ignorance because behind the scenes they could be doing a ridiculous amount of work. Mm. But at the forefront of it, they're not doing nothing. I think it's a complexion thing, man. I think it's just how, skin. Yeah, I think it's how we as as a darker skinned people look at um Mixed race people. No, because Nas, 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 Nas I really what's think Nas? It is, bro. That's definitely what's Nas? What do you mean Nas? Nas is like he's black, bro. But Nas light skin. No, but he's not Drake light skin. No, he's not. The Rock's not Drake light skin. No, but he's not ethnically. Yeah, but the Rock race. looks more mixed Nars than not, like, like a Nas. But my point is, we're not talking about complexion. There, we're talking about no. But are. I think it's a complexion thing amongst as to why um, we wouldn't look at someone like a Drake as black excellence. I think it's more. I don't race. think it's what you do because like what's his name? What's um? The Jay Cole looks blacker than Drake, and they're both mixed race. What's the is act? That what you mean? What? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. What's the actor's name that was um that did that speech on BET? Extremely light skin, Jesse, but he's black. Jesse, what's yeah, Jesse name? something. Jesse Williams? Jesse yeah. Williams. Yeah. Would you look at him and think black excellence? No. Why? You're right. Do you know what I'm saying? I really race. think it's a complexion thing, bro. Literally hit the color of his skin rather than his actual like ethnic. Bro, he's color. a perfect example because he he's actually, actually perfect, for the yeah, cause. No, he's a per- no, I look at him as black excellence. I might be bugging. I look at him as black excellence. Yeah, I look at him as I don't black. think it's an automatic black. thought is what I'm trying to say. It's not. And I feel like that's what Drake thinks. That's what I took from the interview. Drake, I feel like his actions now. I feel like Drake's at a level now where we judge him on his actions as well. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. We now know Drake's black. Drake's at, to me, the biggest rap Drake ever. just wants us to kiss us but he's always more been, than we do. He's always been black. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like now it's just that level where he's He's always owned it. If he's, anything, yeah, I feel like he leans more towards the like black was, side than I, his white side. He does. If anything. But yeah, but we, he does, know, why. we yeah. know why. But yeah, that's what I took away from the interview. My extreme... I agree, though. He doesn't shy away from his Jewish side, though. The extremist in me just says he wants us to kiss his ass more. And we're not going to do that. Because we've he he's we've we've praised him. People continue to praise him. He breaks. He gets records. a lot of stick though, bro. Of course he does because he's a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> hey man, I'm not gonna use the N word. Sorry, fam, come on, now. you could need to use bitch ass N word. You didn't use the N word, man. We're growing. Man. Shut up! I stopped using it. <laughs> Shut up! I stopped using it. But this is what Drake does to me, though, man. Like, how are you objectively gonna respect someone who moves the way he does? How does he move exactly? The way he moves with, with women, women. The way he moves with women. The way he moves. <laughs> Pusha T is a prime example. Him calling him my boy. That's some, that somebody. He's not the first blah, one to blah, do blah. that, bro. No, nah, he, pissed, that, but he, he pissed me off on that. When the push yeah, but lads, he's not the first one to do so that. What? He got that, that star from like Jay-Z and them, That's man. That's irrelevant. Them, man, when, they're, when they've got um, issues with someone, they won't say that person's name in any interview. 
He's adopted from that. I don't think we can blame Drake for that. No, I'm, I'm not blaming right him. Drake I think that's, that. that's an Yeah, but I don't point. think that's even, I don't think that's a strike on his like, on his, a chink on his armor because he's just doing what the people that came before him do. That, doesn't make, as, that, that doesn't make what they done, right? Yeah, but they don't get as much stick as you're giving Drake for it now. Because Drake's horny. I will give anyone stick for that. Because mm. at the end of the day, just say his name. But what, what's, what's, what's the issue here? Because I feel Obviously like they feel like they're giving power. I feel like they feel like they're giving power to the person if they say his name. Mm. It's a mind thing. Of course it's a mind thing, but get over it. But I didn't like what he said about Pusher. He was like, oh, we don't believe you. Big man, you've had a lot of bars we don't believe either. <laughs> you gonna make me catch a body like that. Shut your bitch ass up, bro. <laughs> yeah, but he would say that though. His whole, like, the art of war is to discredit. Yeah, you're your... right. But so you I, I completely got I'm it. I'm saying, but if you put Push in front of me and Drake in front of me, I'll tell you who I'll believe. Yeah, but that's you. Who would you is believe? Your but you're telling I'm, that to Of course. I'm who are you going to be? I'm talking about everyone's rappers. The art of war is well and good, but when you're telling people, when you're talking to an audience who know full well that you took the L, don't matter. But that's where you lot need to understand that's where a lot of the energy is going to come from. Though. He's going to feel like, he's going to have a bit of taste in his mouth just because, like he said, that's probably one of the first L's that's he's definitely really taken. By no means are we telling him that he has to say that he lost. Mm. But when you don't say that, or when you try to discredit what my man said, you just look foolish. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Drake has to hold a few L's. And it's like, you're talking shit about you don't believe him, but big man, you've been through like someone pissed on your leg. You had to hold that. Allegedly. No, 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 no. It's, I, it was meant to be a fact that T.I.'s bedroom is pissed on his leg. That's a weird... The one thing I will say and about also, Drake, though... And also, he got slapped by Diddy. And hold that. The one thing I will say about Drake, though... So did J. Cole. He made yeah, it... But J. Cole at least fought back. Drake firmed it. <laughs> the one thing I won't say... You know what it is to get slapped and you go like this? <laughs> you know you start breathing? <laughs> I learned recently. <laughs> them ones, them, you know them, them fake hold me back moments. You know when your mom slaps you? Sweaty and palms and shit. You know when your mom slaps <laughs> you and you go... <laughs> trying to catch that composure. You're going to make me go mad, you know? <laughs> them ones. <laughs> I learned recently that Diddy and J. Cole got into a scrap. Yeah, and J. Cole at least fought back. Yeah. And it was actually about Kendrick Lamar, King of New York, but that's what the yeah. actual beef was yeah. about. Yeah, because Diddy was like, how dare Kendrick say I'm the King of New York? And then Cole was like, shut your bitch ass up. Yeah. And Diddy go, shut your bitch wow. ass up. But what? But completely not digressing. What did you man take from the interview? Um, he's very insecure about that uh, black excellence thing. Pusha T is crip walking in his mind rent free. <laughs> I was going to um, say rent free. What'd you say? I was going to say Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> like, and also, I feel like he's at a better space now though. Sonically, musically, I feel like he's at peace now with mm. what he's, I feel like he's, he's, at, he's at peace with what he's accomplished. Mm. I feel like he's at his level now where he's like, how could you not be? He's, whatever comes now comes good. He's, at, he's very much at peace with it. I feel for him a bit, man. I feel as though, I, I was about to say, he does get a lot of flack, perhaps undeservedly so, because he represents, to a lot of people, old heads and people who just don't like his music, the bitchification of hip hop. <laughs> and what I mean by that is the Marvin's That's a great word. The Marvin's rooms. You, know, you could have just said feminization. You said a bitchification. <laughs> That's a great word. Bitchification. I'm going to stick with bitchification. Right, cool, do your thing. So he represents the bitchification of hip hop, right? Marvin's room. You know, the whole Take Care album, just him being in his fields, right? That definitely has a part to play with him not being seen as black excellence in the hip hop sphere anyway, because that's something that has been sh a strike on his armor to certain people for years. And that isn't necessarily fair because without Drake, we probably don't have the new generation of emo rappers. So we have to give him, whether you like them or not. So we have to give him his props there. I don't agree when he says, 
well, he doesn't say he didn't necessarily say it, but I feel like he feels he has a lot to do with like the prominence of Afrobeats, dance hall, and stuff like that. I just I feel like he carried himself in that interview in a way where, bro, like you should be giving me credit for shining yeah. a light to these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When really we we know, music fans know that Afrobeats and Dancehall were popping entities in and of themselves. Yeah, he's way up. before Drake came into it. What he did do was shine a light to it yeah. to a new generation. Mm-hmm. Say it that way. Yeah. Don't say it the way you're trying to suggest, basically. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're then discrediting the people who've made this the old genres what they are. That's true. Like Burner Boy's doing just fine without you, my yeah, guy. He's, and he's been doing just fine. Vibes is in jail. He's still pumping out records. <laughs> Amazingly, actually. I've always wondered how Vibes Cartel was still releasing music from prison. Do they let him record in there? They, they must, must do. do, bro. They must do. They must be in cahoots. Yeah, because I yeah, don't know how he's doing it. Because Bobby Schmeller hasn't given me a single song. You know what I mean? Not one. But who was on that 6 9 tune? I didn't like that song. I didn't like that album. Anyway. 3 6 it's, it's Yeah, it's a mixed bag with Drake, man. I feel like... I feel for him, man. I feel like from the interview, I, got, I think I got like a bit of an insight as to a dark space that he had been in at different points of his career. Um, I think something that he said that was quite poignant to me was like, I think he was talking about when he had dinner with his mum and his mum was like, oh, you know, you're doing well, I'm proud of you and it's nice to see that I can still see you inside there. And I don't know, that just gave me a level of appreciation or made me think about how far you can really go as far as losing yourself when you get that big. And I feel like maybe we don't pay enough attention to that when we look at our stars. I don't think you ever really get these days, it seems as though there's not much media training. I don't know how much preparation you can really get from before transitioning your life to becoming the biggest star in the world. And I think I got a bit of insight as to the pressure that comes with that in that interview. Yeah, with, with new artists especially, they are, they've blown before they're the finished article. So there is a lot of adjustment as far as every aspect that goes into being an artist and goes into being a superstar, especially for the younger generation. He's handled it really well, I, I, I will say. Obviously, he's got a great team behind him. He's more or less stayed away from social media, except when he's doing duck face selfies. Um, and only got surgery on his tits. That too. And, you know, he seems to be, he seems to have obviously like handled it really well. His son's given him a new lease of life as well. So the fact that he's been able to get into such a good space from obvious darkness at times is, is commendable because it is hard, especially when you're the biggest star in the world. Like how do you, how do you manage that? Mm. But especially in this new age of like social media where every move you make, everything you say is like under scrutiny, under mm. criticism. So I, I put, I take my hat off to everyone who who's able to do that. Who's yeah. able to remain private, who's able to keep their private life private and all that stuff. Mm. So yeah, I mean, even though we're here, some we can be here and complain about what he has been saying. Like, it is good to take away the fact that he has found himself in a spot where he's at peace. Yeah. And he's going to be able to continue to do that. And the guy's still like, what, 33 as well? So, like, he's he's in his prime. Yeah. So, the fact that he's managed to get so far is, like, very much, it's very commendable. Like, and the fact that he still pays it all to Wayne um, is great as well. Because, mm. um, obviously, you don't really hear too much about their affiliation anymore. Mm. So, mm. for him to read Strengthen that it was yeah. great. Yeah, that was good. And yeah, it was a, it was it was definitely a mixed bag. It was definitely too long. Fucking hell. I was a bit disappointed he didn't um, when he was talking about his influences. He didn't mention Fonte. 
That's no, I was genuinely waiting for that. For real? Why? Yeah, because like uh, that's definitely one of his biggest influences. <laughs> but he's mentioned it before, right? I know, but why not say he might have forgot there? You might have just forgot, bro. Nah, bro. Like he I mean, he, he mentioned Fonte's Budden. He mentioned argue, Budden. So yeah, but you could argue that Fonte was probably a bigger influence than Joe Budden on him. So I was a bit surprised as to why. So I was just uh, waiting for that. that was, you think it was tactical? Nah, uh, I, I don't, don't know. I don't get what he gets out. I don't know. Mentioning him, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was, I was waiting for that. It's just, it's just the backpackers oh, that wanted that one. Hey it. man, the backpackers. The, the backpackers, yeah, they want Drake's respect. But they don't care for Drake, in a sense. You see what I mean? They're weird. Yeah. Like, rap fans, this is it. Rap fans are just weird. Like, and that's why I understand when Drake says, I want more respect or I deserve more credit. But look who you're trying to yeah. attract. You're attracting fans who don't even know themselves yeah, how they feel. Yeah. One day they love you. The other days they don't. Because mm. yeah, I, you know I hate Drake at one point, but now it's like, he's great. I've always loved him. Now, at one point I went for a stage, he's a corny motherfucker. But we can all agree. Then I stopped said he's corny, but I appreciate his music. Mm. We've all agreed he's a, he's a dope MC. Mm. Uh, um, we, can, we, can, we can agree to disagree on his music, and we definitely do. He's definitely dope, but so is Quentin Miller. True. I mean, not in his own, though. That was unnecessary. I'm just saying, he's dope, but so is Quentin Miller. Can't take away from QM. What was that line in Duffy Freestyle? He was a... Uh, Working at Kroger's. He was working somewhere before, but he ended somewhere. up working in your studio. Yeah, that was petty. But mm. no man, yeah. It's Drake. mad that it's mad that um Serena Williams kind of was like, yo, put the energy in his back. Yo, bruh. Do you get I get why though? She was she probably, set him up for failure. Yo, like you need to deep it though. She was probably <laughs> she walking. She set him up for the biggest failure ever. Nah, she set him for no, back to back. She, yeah. Oh, was it back to back? back yeah, because oh, he put out charged out. Yeah, that and was she was, and he was like, he was thinking of recording another one. And she was like, and if she you was do like, it, listen, if you do it, go for the kill. you got to finish it. She, but you need to understand the context. She was probably walking around in the maddest beauty shorts, yeah. <laughs> and God bless Serena Williams, but if she's walking around in my yard in beauty shorts, you and she it, tells you. me to aim for a headshot, or someone's dying, fam. I feel you. Do you get what I'm saying? No, yeah. I get why Serena put a battery in his back. She might be saying. top five athletes ever. So. Yeah, um, that's, that's she's top five ever. You think yeah. she's definitely top five ever? But do you think Drake brought that because obviously he demolished Meek Mill? He, did you think? Do you think he brought that? Do you think he had a kind of arrogance about that that he then brought into the push of Meek? Yeah, he definitely had arrogance because even after the even when the Meek Bill was Meek Bill, Meek Beef was dead, there was a song and he and he had a bar. He's like, "Don't get it twisted. I'm waiting for one of you man to slip up or something along them lines." Mm. Like I think I honestly think Drake was looking for just to body someone else. Mm. Because I feel like he thought that's when we was going to get, that's when we would start appreciating him. I feel like, I understand why he was at that place though. I feel like people send for him. They, there's indirect. Are you, Pusha was, used to do it for Banner. Pusha T had a whole song called Exodus. Him and, Drake, him and Jay-Z used to do it for Banner. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. Him, I remember Exodus was, Exodus is a great song for Pusha, by yeah. the way. Very underrated. Yeah. And he's like, yo, you signed to one nigga, that signed to another yeah, nigga, yeah. that signed to another nigga, then that's bad luck. Pusha used to send for him for Banner. And then, obviously... Wish he had story had he done in the cut in the cut in it. And it's up to Drake whether he wants to take debate or not. And obviously he took the debate. I think Pusher was gonna kill him. Push, by the way. Yeah, I think Pusher. If that's your first clip, you must have a ridiculous amount in the chamber. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's but... your first, here you go. What are you hiding? You gave me blackface. You gave me this guy's married. This guy's baby mom's a porn star. Yeah, blackface was wild. We still don't talk about that enough. He still has. That's really why it's not black that. excellence. You done blackface, you moron. <laughs> no, like that's I don't care. That's not talked about. Like, they should have asked him about that. Though. That's not talked about. Facts. They should have asked him about. And that. they sucked up to him a bit too much in that interview as well. Because all he did was like the only way he addressed that was when he wrote the, the response on his notes page. We don't talk about that enough. Yeah, bro. yeah. He should have definitely got wild because that was crazy. Wild. So that 
then you're then you're yeah, when you do that you kind of maybe not eliminate yourself from <coughs> black excellence but no you eliminate yourself you, you, you're pushing yeah, yourself out the door uh, yeah, yeah. it's like a you're choking the, yourself out the door it's like when peter says you're choking the fo- you disqualified if kendrick came out came out in blackface we would look at it kendrick differently yeah. if cole done blackface cole is up and out of here mm. yeah. like come on man then your baby mom's a porn star not gonna hold that. That don't mean so. nothing. No, I'm but just saying. The way he was just parring it. I don't care about it. It's the perception, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Out of Yeah, porn star. You know, Sophie knows better. You don't, you don't always did, see you, did you know she was a porn star before? And I YouTube her. I Googled oh, her. Okay. I didn't know her before at all, fam. Okay. And then he's like, well, I still remember Pusher. He's like, um, Sophie knows better, but the stench is on her. Yeah. I was like, uh. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said the stench is on her. <laughs> Yo, do you know what it is for the stench to be on some via Instagram? He said you stink via Instagram. I push it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then personally, as a battle fan, don't tell me he took it too far with that 40 bar. That 40 bar was amazing. I don't care what anyone says. That was worded and articulated at such a level it made me shiver. Yeah, but we, we obviously we live in a politically correct I, time. I don't care. That bar tick tick tick. How much the matter? That guy is sick, sick, sick. Bro. Yeah, but once I live you heard for that it, but once you heard it, once you heard it, it was a bit like, oh, wow. Nah, I was like, yes. Yes, it was. I was like, yes, bro. You cannot tell me the first time you listened to- We reacted to it on our practice pods episodes. So and the I, first time you listened to Adidon and you heard that tick, tick, tick line, you didn't stop him think raw. I was like, I yeah. Did. I was I like, thought, yeah. I thought raw. I said nah, raw. No, I was like- I messaged you, man, in the morning. Because I remember it was a morning that I listened to that. Bro, I was like, yeah, that's the shit I want. I promise you, I was like, yeah, that's the shit I need. Maybe I'm different. I thought, no. But that's the standout bar to me, the whole track. No, it definitely is. I don't think he went too far, is what I'm trying to say. I don't think so either, because he's from that school. He? Drake is not from that school. 100%. No one is from that school. 100%. All is fair in love and war, man. Bruv. But as our Griselda correspondent, do you want us here, Drake and Benny the Butcher? Not at all. Why not? Keep that away from me, man. <laughs> they just they just don't they don't mesh. Like, why why would why would Benny I mean I get why Benny would do it, but I just can't imagine how that would sound. I just think he hopped on a bandwagon saying that he was a fan. He might be a fan, but mm. it just seemed a bit but he does that. You though. named Roy Woods and you named like Little Got It as the people you're listening to. And then you named Griselda. Mm. It just seemed a bit off. He mm. does that though. He's the king of that. Yeah, but he can be listening to all of that. He I believe be. he listens to all of it. No, but he's the king of getting onto what's bubbling. He, there's, no one be, there's no one better than Drake. Mm. He's this got, got a fucking song in Spanish. He's got his hands on the pulse. Oh, this guy's got a sp- song in Spanish. But, people, but that might be another reason why people might not think he's black excellence. The fact that he appropriates other sounds. Over and over and over again, and they try to take claim for it. Don't I want to stop Africans. saying? I want to yeah. I want to stop saying black excellence anyway. But yeah, you can't be considered someone who might deserve more respect in the game if all you're doing is pillaging other genres. I try to take credit for it. Don't take credit for Afrobeats. What's your bitch ass. He didn't up, take bro? credit for Afrobeats. I think he just he he just took credit for shining more of a light on certain artists that come from Afrobeats. Fair enough. There's nothing wrong with it. Like who? Popcorn. Um, you don't think like him doing songs with WizKid kind of helped WizKid's profile? To Drake's fans, maybe, and to like a newer generation of fans, but, but he was still at a level where the guy was still, yeah, but it still would help him though, man. But Wiz was it helps. It's, like, it's, like, it's like Dave, isn't it? It's like when he was of like, course it he helps, did the song with Dave. But, 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 but he was still at a level. We're where measuring it differently. Drake is measuring it differently than what we are. Because what were his exact words? Do you remember? I don't remember his exact words. Okay, fine. Do you? No. I will. Salute to Whiskey. All I'm saying is, he gave the impression that he deserves more respect for giving shine to these guys. Obviously, he opens them up to a new audience. Great. But you don't make the artists. Mm. That's it. You don't break someone out. Mm. You just add to the shine. Yeah. You polish it a bit. You don't make the whole diamond. Bars. Bars. (laughs) That's it. But, you know, 
I'm just glad he's in a good place. And if that means that more music's going to come, yeah. he said he wasn't going to make another dub album. Thank God for that. Um, <laughs> Double albums don't work, man. I'm all right with Drake's music. Unless you're Biggie. By the way, I know he said he's making... I'm all right, man. What do you mean? Go away for a couple of years. Mm. Yeah, that's what, that's how I feel about Kendrick as well. Everyone's screaming. No, no, no. Kendrick's been gone for a couple of years. I'm, yeah, but I'm good, man. Bro. No, like, I feel you. But I'm, I'm, right, I'm really all right with Drake. Like, just go away for two, three years. Mm. Go have kids or something. <laughs> he, just, he just needs to make a classic. Well, he took it last year. Also. He needs to make a classic. Did he don't? He, I've still happen. heard him on four, five, six, seven, eight songs. He didn't release an album. But like what I'm saying is fully go away. Mm. Kendrick Lamar go away style. <laughs> He'll never do that. He won't, innit? He'll never do that. What fear? Not even. I just think he's having, he'd have too much fun being on features and he loves touring it. Yeah, and he loves it. He loves doing it. all he that stuff. It. So it's kind of hard to keep him away. He seems more in the studio than he's not. He the biggest rapper ever? You love that conversation. Has he had the longest run ever? I think that's undeniable. We can't say ever. At the at the top. Who's had a longer long run has at the top? How long has he been at the top for? I'd say since... A decade. No, it's not been a decade. You don't think since 2011? I would have said 2013. When did Take Care come out? 2011. He wasn't at the top of the game though. He was at the top of the game 2011. That's when Wayne started to fall off. I probably wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put him there. I, I think he thought, took the torch I, straight from Wayne. I put Ye before him. Fair enough. All right, has he had a longest run at the top? 2013, so eight years. Yeah. Has he had a longest run ever? Uh, well, it depends how you define run. I just at the top. So like everything you drop goes number one. Or like everything that you drop charts or like you're just, and you're constantly I'm moving. Not gonna I'm, not about, I'm, I'm talking about not going goals for three years and they're coming. I'm talking about it's constantly making music. It's difficult to measure that though because of the type of artist that he is. Fair enough. Like because he doesn't strictly make hip hop music. Uh, it's not a fair conversation to have Fair within hip hop. I don't know. I just think and what, if we're gonna have that conversation within hip hop, I don't know if it's fair to include him. Uh, fair enough. I just feel like what he's doing is unprecedented, bro. It's a great run, man. If we're talking about musical runs, it's ridiculous. It's, definitely it's, the biggest. It's great, but I'm if we're looking at like the other musicians that have had great runs, I, I don't know. Prince, circa seventy-seven. You have to. Yeah, you have to look at that. Who was he gonna say? Like, I was gonna say Stevie Wonder. I, Stevie Wonder I, had what was known as the, the genius period where he released like maybe like five albums that were absolutely flawless. In space of what? All considered quote unquote In classics. the space of what? In, in the space of those five years. Yeah, but this we're going on eight years with Yeah, but Drake, Drake hasn't released flawless I'm albums. I'm just talking about being the number time. one Drake artist. is the biggest pop star hip hop's ever seen. You don't yeah. think that's easy to do? What, being the number one artist? Sorry, let me let me say that because that's disrespectful. But you don't, yeah, think like, ever people... you don't think you can like have like eight years of number ones? Why has no one else done it? How long did MJ do it for? MJ's one. MJ did... No, no, MJ's one. I feel you. I said MJ's one. Beyonce? Beyonce don't sell like that. Like, like Beyonce sells. But I bet you... Taylor Every time Beyonce comes I out, bet you Taylor Swift, number one. I bet you Taylor Swift's album outsold Beyonce. How long has Taylor Swift been around for? She's another example. Been around for ages. Yeah, but my point you is... you she does the same thing? But Drake's still number one. That's what, even above these two. That's my point. He's still above... No, no but no, what I'm trying to say is what I'm arguing is that like, I think with a certain type of artist... You go past the genre. It's, no, it's easy to do that with your when you're releasing the singles. If you're like a, I don't think we, don't think we can compare Drake to non-rappers. But with Beyonce, what you've done, for example, but I think we have to. But with Beyonce, what you've done, for example, not, she would drop an album, go Ghost, and then drop a Lemonade three years later, go Ghost, and then drop another album two years but later. He's not anywhere near what either, Drake is doing, he's constantly making music, like you constantly in your face. But then you got to consider bands. You got to consider solo people. If we're really taking all those into consideration, then Drake ain't nowhere near. So what are we going to compare him to rappers then? Yeah. I think for now we'd have to. And I just think what he's doing is unprecedented. I think what you what you might 
call a run is different from what I call a run. Right, fair enough. Um, I'm not basing your run on your singles. I'm including singles in your runs. If yeah, but no, they're included. But when I think Jar Rule's run, think, with Drake, it's when, only been when singles. I think Jar Rule's, when I think Jar Rule's run, I think singles. I don't think pain is love. Do you get what I'm saying? When I think Jar Rule's run, I think singles. I think caught up, always on time. I don't think... People have so when we're talking runs. about runs, I'll be breaking it down then. To singles, yeah. Inclusive. Like when we were talking about who ran 2000s, we weren't, we weren't really talking albums. You we got to, yeah, we have to break it down enough, more so enough. then. I think if we include singles, I think Drake's runs are unprecedented. Okay, fine. Yeah, we can say that then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Including fine. features, everything. I think okay, his run cool. is unprecedented. I might agree with that. Which is why I agree. Look at just all artists. Yeah. All genres. No, just rap. Just rap, rap. Jay Z's oh, yeah. run was mad though. It was, but <clears throat> this is at a ridiculous rate, bro. Jay's run from like Hard Knock Life up until like Black Album was insane. How many years was that? Hard Knock Life was like five 99? Years. So about five years. When was Black Album? Oh, four? Oh, three. Five. Yeah, five. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, biggest, yeah, but could you argue? His biggest song was two years ago, bruv. God's Plan. Like, come on, man. <laughs> that wasn't even his biggest song. Wasn't it? Focus plan was his biggest song. I feel song. like he's got big songs, popping big songs. Yeah. At, one, at one point it was one dance, another point it was Hot and Bling. Then, then it was good. Then it was then it was God's plan. And then what else was in it? Nice for what? Then MIA. Me yeah, me yeah. Was that big? Was it that big? That was what? In Mia. the Spanish world. That's still a big song. Of course bro. it's that big song, but in the Western world, I'm just like thinking. he, bro, like he's ridiculous, bruv. He's a cheat code. I've always said it. Yeah. He is a cheat. He is GTA when you get credits at the end. He's clocked it. Whatever it is, he's clocked. Mm. And long may that continue because he gives us good tunes. I mean, sometimes, yeah, he does. Lemonade. Of course, Peter thinks yeah, Lemonade. Paper, I mean, I was Brav. just going to say, just to clarify that point, because I said something on the last, on the um, Roundup um, episode that I might have to take back. I think I was chatting shit, bro. <laughs> about what? I think. Um, chatting shit about what? <laughs> when I was listening to the Rap Radar interview, yeah, he was, the way he was talking, the way he was coming across, yeah, I think I got to like maybe like an hour or something. And I just paused and I was like, yo. I really said that this guy's coming to the end of his run on like a <laughs> podcast that was recording that's it's going live. out to people. It's I was chatting shit, bro. Yo, friend, this, <laughs> if, this, if this episode don't come out, you need to apologize for real, for real. No, nah, will, man. Hey, Jeez. sometimes it happens. Sometimes we chat shit, man. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. We've had hot takes. I've apologized a few times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we argued with you that episode as well. Yeah, we did. We said- we, you, you No, nah, you lot didn't. You lot were just intrigued as to where the hell I was based, coming from. But you based it on the Clamp Flognor debacle where he got yeah. off stage. I might have been reaching, bro. And he explained that perfectly, by the way. They expected, they all expected Frank Ocean. I'm not Frank Ocean. Yeah, basically. Tornado. I, I like Drake, man. I, I want him to get more, more credit. I, I, I'm uh, a fan. I'm, I'm a that. big fan. I like Drake, man. I'm good on that. Fam. In an ideal world where every rap fan is Peter, he'd get more praise. <laughs> give people their flowers, but Drake, man up, man. Yeah, we give him his flowers. <laughs> and man up. To be honest, you tough, you'll be all right. At the end of the day, you just got to do more to deserve the praise. Deserve the praise. That what you, does he need to do? Well, if he says, if he's calling himself, if he, if he wants more credit for being black excellence, he needs to do things that cater to black people. I want to see him go out and push a T again, bruv. As in activism? Yeah. Maybe. Somewhat. It doesn't even have to be activism because Kendrick's not out here being an activist. But he, he, gave made me, an, he made a song that activists then use. He gave me all right. He gave you all right. Mm. It, could all be, right. It, it, could, it doesn't even have to be activism. How it, could do you be giving, it, it could be giving to the poor. It could be how, given to poor black people. How do, you, how do you even define black excellence? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> excellence is excellence, isn't it? I'm tired I think of, black I'm tired excellence of the term, came, I think it came into effect because, you know, black people don't often get their flowers. So we just yeah, that's why. started, you know, bigging ourselves up and, you know, yeah. really uplifting what we do. That's where it came from. If we're really 
saying black excellence. Drake is black excellence. We know this, but there are different levels to the meaning black excellence. And even on the most superficial meaning of him just being a successful black man, like, cool, he gets that. But if you want any other type of excellence, then you got to work for it. Mm. Do you guys want banner? Go on. I remember Diddy pop a picture one day, yeah? And the Kardashians with it. And he quite captured the black excellence. Who else was in the picture? It was like Diddy, um, Kanye, someone else, someone else, someone else, and then the Kardashians. Mm. And he turned glad it. I mean, black Chloe's excellence. Chloe's half black. What? Well, OJ's her dad. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, that, that, sorry. That, that security guard is not black, fam. To be fair, though, man, Kim's doing a lot like, with the justice system out there. Though. I mean, is she doing or is she taking credit for she black, black women's work? <laughs> she ain't black. No, I'm not saying she's black excellence, but... Oh, I mean, just... is she doing or is she taking credit for black women's work? What do you mean? I'll tell you after. But she's taking credit for black women's work. Oh. Black women were working behind the scenes and then they made an issue out of it. They freed, like, four of the five people and then Kim didn't want to ever give them their credit even though they were the ones that were behind the work that were... So basically, I don't know so basically, that. Kim Kardashian did to them what Drake doing to Afrobeats and dancehall. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, man. What a but wild anyway, cycle. She wasn't giving their credit. I mean, still salute to her because she's still freeing people with her power. Mm. But like, she wasn't giving them their. Uh, I don't know anything about that. No, nah, I'll send you the link. I signed. Right. You see the women talking on it, but still salute to her. She's still doing. Yeah, yeah man, she's still shining. Like, she she doesn't need to do it. Well, her husband's a doofus. She is. Well, salute to Drake. Um, what he said about Kanye was interesting as well. Kanye reacted to that as well when Drake said, "I don't know if he's making, I don't reacting, know if he's making secular man. music anymore." And Kanye basically said, "Don't call me secular." I said, Ooh, God, okay, he's an idiot. He well, he's an idiot. idiot for that comment anyway. What's the matter with him, Wait, man? what did he say? He basically said, "Don't call me secular. I've given my life to God. Don't call me secular." Time to go sit down somewhere, man. Bro, you make secular music. You yeah. made secular music. Yeah, what like, are you talking about? And you'll make just made like, and you're, just last just year he was the other song was like she's such a f- and you'll be back you in twenty and you and you'll be back when the twenty twenty one don't worry when they stop giving you peace you'll be back twenty twenty one I want to see him get into one more beef yeah that's one thing I took yeah. from him like he's 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 like he resume as far he as beef no one his resume as far let me not even say his resume but he's like his competitive nature as far as like you know the the beefs. I like it. That's one thing I will give him respect. Like he's always he on don't shy away from it. Yo, he, he, he doesn't hide from it. Like he's got. That's one thing you have to. To give me, him he's for. second to Jay Z when it comes to that little sneak. Like I feel like Jay Z does it the best. The little something like Jay Z does it the best for me. Like no one comes close. He's slick. But like, yo, Drake is a close second. Like you remember, stay scheming. Yeah. That whole verse was for Common. Common had nothing for him, after. Brav. Like that whole third verse was for Common. He's like, don't say it like that. When he's like, when he, I love Common. <laughs> no, nah, Common, Common had the remix when he called him, he's like, something, something, you Canadian dry. Kind of dry. Yeah. Like, that whole, yo, Drake, that third verse is Stacey Gimme kind of bodied Common. Common uh, started it as well. To be fair. To he be did, fair. he was over Serena as well. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, I'll do the exact same thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That's, that's probably one of his best. Right, <laughs> the booty shorts, pumping me up to make back to back. That's probably oh, one gosh. of Drake's best opening lines to a verse. What was it again? It bothers me when the gods get to acting like the bras. Fab, stop it. Yeah, that was crazy. From then it's like, oh, oh, and what do you say? We think we had a finish line. We not, can't wait to run into you. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill Drake, out, big man. Drake's on this. And even more popped that when he said as well. When he's like, um, when he's like, fuck. He's like, oh, you got some years on me, man. Fuck you and your time difference. But that's an amazing bar. That's amazing. And he wrote that allegedly. But from from even from the interview, man. I believe he did though. From that interview and from that little snippet about like, his 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 issues with like different artists and that. This industry changed him, man. It changed him a lot because when he first came into the game, he was he was different. He was a lot more humble. He was a lot more like, you know, starry-eyed as he's described it. Like he, I think he was just happy to be here. 
And I feel like people started taking him for a mock. And then all of a sudden you started, that's when I feel like you started getting the bars that were a little bit more confrontational. I feel like the fans, as well as not just the fans in hip hop, in music, because you've even got people like Katy Perry that were like calling them soft and that. Yeah, I, think, I didn't like that by the way. I think things like I think things like that definitely created like this this confrontational individual. I'm Drake, Katy Perry calls me soft. You feel me? I lose the water. So no, I felt bad for him that way. It's, it's interesting like, when you look yeah, at like, if you look at the psychology behind the artist. It's, it's really interesting because he had a bar. I think he might have been on So Far Gone where he was like, um, "You diss me and you'll never hear a reply to it." Yeah, from, you go yeah, from did, you go from did. that to I'm on smoke to everyone. So do you think throughout his career he's been reacting to things rather 100%. than rather than acting on one hundred percent? But then Kendrick, so, so so in some ways he's reactionary. <clears throat> so in some ways this has been an involuntary change in his career. I think so. I think so. I think he um I think he needed to adapt to his climate around him. And you know as humans like if people are constantly poking at you, there's gonna be a certain point in time where you develop this armor when you're like you know what fuck I, it I'm a, I'm gonna attack back, and I feel like he got to that point. Because I don't feel like, I feel like when he started really doing the subliminals, it was in response to what people were saying about him and to him. Mm. The whole, I think the first attack on his character was, you know, being known as the soft guy, the mushy guy and all of that. That's when, you know, his back started like kind of raising up and poking his chest out a bit and started feeling like, wait, what? But the thing is, people- I'm just here to make good music. People have been emo before him, though. The difference is... Not to like, his level, though. Not to his level, bro. But the difference is some someone like an LL or a Ja Rule, there's still a bit of machismo in there mm. still. Whereas, oh, thank you. Whereas Drake is so, like, he lays himself so bare. And I do think, in a way, hip-hop, hip-hop music, the hip-hop industry wasn't ready for Drake in that respect. Mm. You think it's a social media era, though? Yeah. You see what he's thinking as well. That, that had a lot Whereas to do with it. Whereas with Ja Rule, it was like, hey, you make soft music, but you look like you're back, back. Yeah. And we don't know what's going on. We don't see you. Yeah, Drake has never looked imagine Ja Rule. But the difference between him and the Ja Rule, sorry to cut you off, is that Ja Rule and LL came from the streets. Drake was rapping from the perspective of someone that was coming from Kanye's yeah, club, yeah, yeah, Fonte's yeah, club, yeah, yeah, where you don't have to pretend like you're from that background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where maybe people felt like, yo, I could dig at this guy and take him for a bit of a mop. He's a softie. Nah, I get what you mean. I wish him and Kendrick went at each other a bit more. Because they had a few subliminals for each other. I and I, I, with Drake being emotional as well, like, I feel like he really like likes people. I think that's why he's so emotional. Think he's a lover. No, he definitely um, gets in his feelings. <laughs> think he's a lover. Not even that, but like even he with, the, even like with he's the, always even, in his feelings. Yeah, even with the Kendrick thing, like his response to that was like, you know, we were cool. I bought you on tour and all that stuff there and that. Yeah, but his beef with Kendrick was a New York song and the control first. But that's what, yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what turned me against Drake. That's what turned no, me against Drake. That's that's what that's literally that. that's what made me go like, oh, it's. It's hip hop. He said no one's gonna remember that verse in like two years. Like, don't be a little bitch about it, fam. Like, that's yo, what, yeah, that was the turning point. Come on, do what J. Cole made a bar about it. Everyone played off it. Why are you the one that's like, uh, it hit me? Because he's not he's not from that. Yeah, but it's hip hop. You're in it. I don't care what cloth you're from, you're in it. If I'm not a defend if I'm not a footballer, but I'm blessed to play football and I'm a defender, I know what I've got to do. But also like, you're blessed see, to and and don't take this the wrong way. It's people with that sort of mentality that I think made him feel as though he needs to morph into something else. And that's why we started getting lines on headlines where it was like, yo, you're going to make me catch up. No, I didn't ask him to do that. That's a lie. No, but- I told you. I don't want you being- I don't want you being- Him doing that is reactionary and it's to try and 
remove this image of feeling like, yo, you man think I'm soft. Why no. you man keep poking at me? Because no, my point, my point is with Kendrick, for example, Kendrick did a point at you. Kendrick made a bar about everyone saying, yo, when it comes to this shit, we're not bedrooms. That's hip hop. I didn't ask you to lie. I didn't ask you to start talking about killing people. I didn't ask you to start moving like you're John Gotti. Well, that's after the fact. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, don't do that. Like, you're in it. You know where it is, bro. Mm. Don't, even the way he was moving. And then afterwards, like when Kendrick was like, what is the BT freestyle? When he's like, nothing was the same. He's allowed to feel I've got to start tucking these niggas back in their pajamas or something, whatever, whatever. <laughs> he's allowed to yo, feel Kendrick's slighted. Amazing, even, if, even if he's in the wrong, he's allowed to feel slighted. With the control verse, even though there was nothing to feel slighted nothing. about, he felt away. I don't know why, but we move. Yeah. When it comes to the softness, he's been soft by anyone's definition. Girls will probably tell you she's, he's moving mad soft. You know <laughs> they what I'm have saying? To, they have this to. is what I mean. So even by their, even by anyone's definition, he's been soft. I do agree with you when you say like he's been morphed, but it's a it's been a matter of survival, really. Yeah. Because he's still been able to do the emotional stuff and be reacted to the way he's been reacted to, and still run this shit for flipping ages. So, meanwhile. Developing into a type of person that would be able to and withstand any challenge. Even if he has said in the past, okay, I'm not going to reply to you. Mm. That's now changed because of how people perceived him. That's a way of, for him to show people, yo, I'm not a muck. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. what you're saying makes perfect sense. I just wish he was less soft. <laughs> um, a bitch. <laughs> Do you man feel like he has a classic album then? Nope. Nope. However... I felt like he's come damn close on Take Care. I'm one of them people. I really fuck with Take Care. I'm sorry. But it's not a classic. So far gone? Uh, nah, it's so far gone. You know, wait, you see what I've done there? He's got a classic mixtape, fine, but he ain't got a classic album. I don't think, I don't, I don't think So Far Gone's a thing, by the way. Uh, what do you mean? Album. I think Family Late was his first ever album. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I don't wait, count, you, I don't wait, count you so think far so far Guns an album? No, I'm asking. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, I don't count So Far Gone as an album. That's why I was just saying. Right. Nah. Yeah, do I think he's got a classic album? No. Do I think he's come close on Take Care? Yeah. That's the one that I've liked the most. What do you think is the issue with him not making that complete body of work? Um, He's trying to do too much. It's too much. In, in he even short... alluded to that in the interview. Like, I'm not going to do... I'm not going to do just a rap album. I'm not going to do just the R&B album. I have to give you everything. I think that's what muddies the waters a bit. Yeah, it's too much. Like, if he's done no more, real like, focus. Yeah. Most classic albums have focus, mm. have themes. His are just every Drake album since, if you're reading this, has felt like a greatest hits album. Mm. All of his massive smashes, one after one after one. That's not an album. Bro. It's a singles. Unless it's, it's Thriller it's, or like Sasha Fierce, it's not an album, bro. It's literally just singles after singles after singles after singles. Yeah, man, it's not cohesive in that sense. Mm. And he needs to. Well, I know he said it, but he really needs to relax on these long albums, bro. I still haven't gone through more life. Till this day, I haven't gone through the whole of my life. It's just too long. I understand what he means by having to cater to both people, though. Because when you get to a certain, like, stature, you can't, you can't isolate certain fan bases, innit? You're going to have to merge the two, which is probably what the issue is. I still feel like he's talented enough to make that concise album. He just hasn't done it yet. Do you think he's going to deliver a classic? I don't know. Before he's reached a done. point now where he can do whatever the hell he wants. If he wants to do just a backpack rap album, he can do it. But what he will do is then maybe do a straight R&B album as well. I think he's got, he, he's done enough. I don't think he's going to do that anymore. He's, he won't, but he's got to the point where now where he can. Do he you chooses think, not to. Because he was supposed to do that after um, the first album. Do you think before it's all said and done, he's going to have a classic album in his repertoire? Before no. you answer that question, does he need a classic album to go down no, as a great? No one, no. No, he does not need a no classic to, to go down. Drake no. is already going down as one of the greats. Okay, and I'm going to follow that up by asking, 
you hip hop artists generally need a classic album to go down as great. We've had this conversation before. No. Not in this podcast. I feel like we have though. Honestly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you need to have a classic album to go down as one of the greats. So like, why do we make it such a thing to point out the fact he doesn't have a classic? Cause because that's the, that's the barometer through which we You're an elite, like there's another level of the classic goat. albums. Yeah. You could be a great, but to be a goat, you need a classic album on your hit list. Goat stands for greatest of all time. Yeah, but there's a difference between being the GOAT. <laughs> God, this guy want to break down that acronym to And me. being a great. Because a this, great. Yeah. Okay. For me, the GOAT is all encompassing. That's your skill, your catalogue, your impact. You're great. You could be a great rapper. Or you could be a great, um, maybe you've had one or two great albums. And people might see you as a great then. But I don't oh, think a great yeah. is as encompassing as being a goat. I've got an example for you guys. I disagree. I've got an example for you guys. I think the ex- before you give that example, no, please. just respond to what Yemi right, just cool, said. Cool. I disagree. I think it's the exact same shit. Great. The G in goat is great. Let me give you an example between great and goat. <laughs> I don't know why we're trying but, to separate this. But watch, this is the difference between great Fine, and goat. But, this is the difference for me. Just quickly, just a mm. footwear analogy. No, because unless you might have got it, I'm not disrespecting this guy, by yeah. the way. Would you look at Gerard and say he's a great? He's one of the greatest of all time. You think he's one of the GOATs? 100%. So what's Zidane? He's one of the GOATs. Zidane is also one of the greats. Because I feel like there's time. a difference in level between them two footballers. I don't think there is. Do you get what I'm saying? I think if there is... G- Gerard's one of the greats. Zidane... Because how many GOATs can you have? Yeah, but bro, the only reason why you say that Zidane might be head and shoulders above Stevie G is because um, he won titles in different leagues. And he's won but if we're, Yeah, but then you got to talk about... How many GOATs can you have? But then how do you want to break it? But that's what, And that's going to... We'll get to that in a sec. But how do you want to break it down as far as... And this ain't even a conversation about Gerald and Zidane, but just to just to your point, if we're talking about the completion of them as players, it might not be close. I feel you, but I also feel like... Zidane isn't... I don't think is as complete as Stevie G. I feel like he's a better midfielder. But anyway... That's what I mean when I say Drake isn't as complete as a Jay-Z, for instance. Yeah, yeah but we talk about Jay-Z as being the greatest of all time. We don't talk about Drake as being the greatest of all time. So. Those are two different arguments. How so? Because with Drake, because he doesn't have that world-renowned album, Jay-Z's got like three of them. So we're more inclined to be like, yo, because of the fact that Jay might have three classics, multiplied by the fact that lyrically this guy might be the best, on top of the fact that he's got an amazing discography, on top of the fact of his impact of what he's done to the culture, what he's brought in, then the entrepreneurial side of things we may put on him as the best to ever do it. We don't, we can't do that for Drake because he still hasn't got that complete catalogue. But we can still look at Drake as one of the greats of all time now. Whereas Jay-Z, you can argue that he's the great. With Drake, I don't know if you can argue that he's the best or the great. But even if we're not talking about the greatest, we're to say, I don't know, someone who might necessarily be the greatest, someone who isn't necessarily a Jay or a Nas, but might be just a rung below them. So it's a bit like, Hazard next to Messi and CR7. <coughs> it's kind of different, if you see what I mean. I see what you and that's, mean. What that's, I'm kind of, that's what I'm kind of saying about Fine. Drake. There's levels to this greatness thing. We've always said that Hazard is the rung below. Mm. But he's still great. But he's still great. Messi and CR7 are the <coughs> greatest living footballers. Hazard and Drake is a great analogy. The reason why Hazard isn't there yet is because people feel like he needs to win the Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or. Um, they feel like Drake needs to have that one perfect album. 
Yeah. And I feel like we so can't you can, have... You can, uh, you can say, yeah, you can argue the two. And the yeah. analogy is great. You can argue that as well. You can analogy is great of all time. There's no S at the end. If we're being technical. So but there should only be one. That's my point. If we're being that's technical impossible. about... If you want to be technical about the G being the greatest, greatest then let's be technical about oh, the whole okay. term. Okay. But can't Do you change. get what I'm saying? If you're going to be technical about what the G stands for, then you need to be technical about what the GOAT actually stands for. It's great of all time. It's not great of all times. Or great, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fine. It's like, we, if we're going to be technical, let's be technical about the whole thing. Yeah. I feel like we need to limit on how many goals there can be. It's not a free rate. It's not a free fall. So how would you do it then? That's the another conversation. That's a conversation we need to have. Because mm. then in football, to me, there can only be 11 goals. There's 11, well, we can't have there's 11 players. It's 11 goals. Keep pushing. I feel like there, there, is, there is an elite level of people that I feel like should goals. be in that conversation as potentially the greatest all time. That's my point, but then I, I, I don't think you can avoid that, man, because we, people are greats for different reasons. You're right, man. but I feel and that's like that's why we ultimately can't, we can't talk about like who the greatest is because it's all so subjective. I agree. Someone will say that Scarface is a, more of a goat than Jay Z is. Someone will say that Master P is a more of a goat than Lil Wayne is, and shit like that. So that's why we can never really agree on who is who. Mm. And I will not solve for saying Drake's one of the goats. By the way, we just said the run he's on is we've never seen it before. I would have not solved for saying Drake's one of the goats. Um, where would you not rank his albums then? Amongst themselves. What do you mean in, if I had to put in order? Yeah, if you had to put in order. Um, I've got Take Care first. Okay. I've got Nothing Was The Same Second. Yeah. I've got Fight Me Later third. Okay. And the rest I've got all put them wherever you want. I don't care about them. Okay. And what's after that? Views from the Six? You've got the Views album. And then you've got... Um, More Life is on there as and well. And then you've got... Um, that's it, innit? Scorpion. And then you, that's it. I don't count the one with him or Future. You don't count that one? Nah. What time to be alive? Yeah, I don't really count that one. That's a Drake thing. So it's just them three, right? So just the solo one. Yeah, because like Joe J. Carr won't include the Dreamville one. Yeah, but the Dreamville one's a bit different. Yeah, that was a compilation. You. But like, is it them three? Yeah. So then in that case, I yeah. would count all of them. So in that case, I would have some person. I would have take care. Nothing was the same. Thank me later. Views. Um, view, what else was there? Views. More life. Scorpion. And I don't include what time to be alive personally. Okay. What about um? If you're reading this, it's too late. Oh shit, I forgot that. Yeah. Um, that'll be above more life. Okay, fine. Um, I think I've got... Let me just pull up the list. I think I've got... Nothing was the same as um, his best album to me. Um, can I include So Far Gone? No. All right, fine. I've got Nothing Was the Same. Then I've got Take Care. Um, then I've got, if you're reading this, it's too late. And then I've got Thank Me Later. And then I've got... I really enjoyed More Life, man. I've got, I, I've got, even got, I haven't gone through it. I've got that there. Um, then I've got um, The One With Future. Then Views. No, then Scorpion and then Views. I hope I'm not missing one. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, me? Nothing was the same. Number one, uh, thank me later. Number two, more life. Then take care. Think more life was better than take care. Yeah. Wow. I wow. mean, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being kind to take care. I Am I the only one here that likes take care? I hate that shit. Oh boy, I hate it. I really fuck with take care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like Underground Kings? Lord knows. You've named two songs. Sorry, sir. Marvin Dream. Huh? Headlines. True love. Anyway. The, the crowd. The motto. 
You're not going to change my mind, guys. All right, cool. <laughs> Hell yeah, fucking right. I've been saying it's trash since 2011. <laughs> and it's more life an album, myself, by the see, way. I don't see myself changing my uh, mind. Yeah, I can't it's it's more life an album, by the way. I can't say this one. Because didn't I mean, he try to say we what counted, people call it? If, if you're reading this, right? True. Don't flame shit. What well, your brother tried to add that, actually. I said, never was the same. Thank me later. More life. Uh, take care. What time? Are we, t- are we counting what time? I did. Yeah, you brother did. What time? Reading this. Scorpion. Views. Yeah, Drake really doesn't do good with albums. Because again, he tries to do yeah, too much. Yeah, he really doesn't do good with albums. He tries to I'm do sorry. too much. As an elite rapper, he doesn't give me the albums that I want. Um, but if we're looking at it from, from a hip-hop standpoint, you might say that. But just well, from a music from. standpoint. All I can talk from is hip-hop. Okay, fine. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I gauge it. I don't right? think he's got any whack albums. I feel like he's only, I think 95% of his albums are whack. I don't think any of them are whack. I think he's got two. Users, definitely whack. I think, honestly, vice aside. I Compared think to the ones he's released I think prior. take I think Take Care is good. I think Nothing Was The Same Good. I think Frank Millet was all right. I think everything else after that is trash. Scorpion is whack. I think Scorpion's whack. I think More Life's whack. I think. Overall. That is trash. He doesn't do good with albums. Drake does not give good albums. So if you were executive producing a Drake album, what would you, what would you do for him to help him Put this perfect album together. What um, producers would you put in with? Primo. That's it. Yep. Just stick him in the booth with Primo. Mm-hmm. Just make it work. Sandra's Rose. Yo, Yemi's probably the only one that will probably stick Drake with Madlib, Sandra's Madlib Rose. as well. Sandra's I, Rose. I like, he shouted out Primo in the I interview. Like, I like when he does it with Just Blaze. He gave me Lord Knows. <coughs> and Lord Knows was amazing to me. Mm. Lord Knows was amazing. Yeah, Just Blaze was a good one. Yeah, I think Just Blaze and him will Here's the thing, I busy. like his relationship with 40. I just feel like he doesn't need to switch it up so much. Now, give me Drake and just if he wants that classic album, mm. he needs to stick with one, <clears throat> maybe not one, one or two sounds. I, I, I love his his working relationship with with Forty. I think they work really well. I, I don't think Forty gets enough credit, and they really like pioneered like a sound, man, like that that Toronto under the water type of sound that the weekend was quite. Um, he became quite popular for in his early career as well. A lot of the artists that are signed to his label, they they like Division. Um, Magic Jordan, um, Party, like a lot of them came from the birth of that that sound that Forty and Drake. I like what he does for his seat as well. Kind of created, um, and I don't know if they get enough credit for that. No, they don't. Do you, gets, team, do you think as a label boss he gets unfair criticism? Um, I mean, I understand why because Party's in the basement somewhere, not allowed, <laughs> not allowed to see daylight, <laughs> not releasing music. Who was the other one? Who was the one that they kicked out the group? Well, Alan McConan. Nah. Yeah, it was. Was it? Was it? Uh, Club going up on a Tuesday. Yeah, Alan McConan. McCon- that's season. See, I don't even remember his name. Yeah, yeah, that's him. What happened after that guy? He went up on a Tuesday. <laughs> See what he done there. He got some <laughs> bounce for it. But shout out to Drake though. I like what he's doing for. Yeah, but I like what he does with the label thing. When it seems as though he gives them a lot of creative control when he's not trying to take their songs. But um, yeah, no, I, pre- I appreciate what he does, man. I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of him partying that. So. I like what he does. Yeah, I mean, people don't understand how hard it is to run a label. Like, <laughs> Eminem struggling. Mm. If Eminem can struggle, Drake can struggle. Yeah. Like, it's not that. It's not. It's not that easy. So, they all got their own lane. All those artists, anyway, and their fans aren't necessarily complaining. I don't think, mm. but Peter probably speak to that more than I could. Facts. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, big up, big up Drake, man. He's he's been around for for a while. Um, he's, yeah, he's he's been very consistent. You know, it's not easy to do what he's been doing for, you know, at this level as well. So you can't you can't look at that lightly, man. Um, and long may it continue, man. Like I'm I'm enjoying you know the music that he's putting out, and 
I hope it continues, man. I feel like we, you know, as a people, need to just, you know, continue to push these artists and hope they don't end up like, you know, like an Andre and become like disillusioned with the music industry and then they just don't want to make any music. That's a conversation for another mini podcast. Yeah, um, yeah Andre, we could talk about for f- legit, legit, because yeah, he don't care. He's disillusioned with it fully. I don't believe him though, man. It's a fucking... No, that's deep, though. Yeah, I'll send you the link to the interview with Rick Rubin. It's deep. No, that's from, what I'm saying. From, I what I, from what I got from I don't blame him, though. Like, I there's, like, bad, like there's some like mental health Yeah, stuff like there. he really is going through it. Because yeah. I read the transcript. Yeah. So salute to Andre. That was his read the transcript. No transcript, but like, you know the little... Hot points. <laughs> no, because I never read the whole thing, but like... Little the, cliff, the cliff notes. The cliff notes. Mm. There you go, sir. No, shout out to Drake, man. I don't... I think a lot of people don't want to admit this, but hip-hop needs him. Mm. For a lot of different reasons. Um... Old heads can scream and younger heads it's will not hip-hop. listen, will continue to praise him as their king. Mm. And he, I went to go he represents the, a diversity in hip hop that maybe up until he, he came along was maybe needed. So for that, I can't criticize him. He's still going to do what he's going to do, unadulterated. He's still going to be Drake. I might not like it all the way, but I know there'll be a few songs. I'm really interested to see how long this guy carries on for. Yeah. I really want to, if he, like, he says he's not doing it past 40, right? Yeah, but he would, what he so what, he's going to go for another eight years? He, he'll, he'll go beyond that. They all say that. Jay-Z said he's going to stop after the Black Album. Biggest liar of hip-hop ever. Yo, he was trying to retire from In My Lifetime Volume 1. This guy is such a liar. <laughs> such a liar. One day we're going to get into the biggest lies ever told on in hip-hop history. What features do you still want to see from Drake? I'm good now. You're good now? I'm good now. Because he's pretty much wrapped with, Bro, I'm, with I'm, everyone. It's, it's okay, it's okay. I wouldn't mind seeing him and Nas. Now I'm all right now. No, I wouldn't mind that. Right now. I wouldn't mind him bringing Nas into his world of um, production. No, I'm fully, fully, fully good with Because we all know Nas's ears a bit. Shout out to you, sir. <laughs> oh, shout out to Gichi Gotti, sorry. <laughs> Gichi Gotti had an amazing bar. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't that mind that. That was unnecessary. That was okay. unnecessary, right? That was unnecessary. Hey, man, big up Nas fans. I um, definitely one ear still. Sh- <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here for Drake, man. I'm here, I'm here for, you know, whatever he's going to do creatively. Let's, let's see what happens, man. It'll Salute be, to Aubrey. We'll see what happens, innit? Salute to Aubrey. This legit became a Drake episode, mad. Yep. Salute to Aubrey. Salute to Altair Drake. Black excellence. <laughs> Where's back to back ranked in the top disses? Uh, top five? No. Nah. It's not top five? Maybe top mm, ten. Nah. Top ten? Maybe top ten. I've top twenty. I'd say. Think higher than so over top ten. You gotta think about no Vaseline. Hit him up. Little motherfucking G's. Hit him up. Ether. Uh, Take over. Was that this yes. track? Was yo, that this yo, track? Takeover, hundred percent. Takeover, takeover, takeover's better than Ether. But right, let's not get into nope. it. Um, I mean, takeover, takeover pretty much started like all of that stuff. Takeover was but facts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't call it a diss track. Bro, that was a diss. Bro, man. Takeover was facts. Man. man said you made it hot line. I made it hot song. Where's the lie? Your hot, your security guard went harder than Uchi Wally than you. Where's the lie? But no, you got dick sucking lips. <laughs> he went up mob deep as well. Bro, I'm tired. Fam. Takeover was facts. I'm never, I hate when I argue Who Takeover cares versus if it's facts. I'm just saying, bro. Takeover, he really went for facts. Oh, you got dick sucking lips. Ooh. The fact that it's like facts, having year the, five. The fact that it's facts doesn't mean that Aoife doesn't burn more than Takeover. I prefer Aoife Takeover. burns more than Takeover. I prefer Takeover. That's fine. I prefer Takeover. It's not a better diss. Musically, it's better, but it's not a better diss. Hey, man. The greatest of all time to hit him up. To me, personally. You can argue that. Me I'm a, yeah, the bridge is over. Wild, yeah. No, but hit him up. Would he really dissect it? He started off first off, fuck your bitch. Oh, my favorite. One of my favorite <laughs> disses of all time is Common Bitching You. So Ice Cube. The Bitching You. That the was bitching cold. You. The Bitching You is dope. That was cold. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I'd say top 20. Push T's got a couple Push on that list too. as well. Yeah, Push has got a couple on my list for top disses. Um, yeah, man. The Lux had one for 50. Extra, extra. I remember by, what it's called. Extra, now. extra by Devlin. Um, mm. The game had a couple for 50. That 300 bars is mad. Oof. And he had one where he's like, can I play the game with 50 yeah, cent? I remember 50 that. cent. Oh, and he said, wait, Olivia's a man. Ha, God damn. <laughs> Do you remember when we believed Olivia was a man? The game is mad. Fram, this Yo, that's one of the wildest. Fram, this guy went. That's Olivia. up there with like Sierra had a PP. Yeah. yeah. This guy that's went. He went, ah, oh, he's like something, something, trying to play the game with 50 cent. He's like, you're trying to play with Olivia, but Olivia's a man. Ha, goddamn. You trying to play the game with. <laughs> Yo, game is a wild Yo, doddy. The most memories actually like on another it's level, crazy. man. How it's do you remember man. that? I don't I feel like I'm one of the only ones that remember that Somebody shit. I remember it. <laughs> Somali Rain Man. <laughs> you know what's bad? Uh, I don't want to do it yet, but I, really, I haven't heard that song in 10 years. Those memories insane. Yo, what, did it, what else did he say though? I can't remember, man. But that, like, that, oh, you trying to play the, the game? The mixtape, this was wild, oh, man. What did he say? You trying to play the game? With 50 cents. <laughs> oh, wait, you trying to play the game?